0: Hi everyone, welcome back to The Spells We Tell Ourselves. I'm your host, I'm Libby, and today I am being joined by my friend Laura. And Laura, can you just give us a little synopsis, introduce yourself? Sure. First of all, thanks for having me. I'm so
1: excited to talk about the topic we're going to cover today. Um, I'm a coach as well. I focus on energy management, human design, and I call myself the Freedom Fairy because I help other entrepreneurs um like bring their vision board to life step into that main character energy and just um yeah use their power um their own energy their human design to make everything happen that they dare to dream of
0: and i did get a reading on my human design type from laura and it was it was really insightful like I still think back and I look at the the notion tab that you had sent me and looking at all the different things that are in there because there is so much more to human design than what I thought like I I know I told you this before but I had looked at my human design type so I already knew a little bit and I looked at it actually for like digestion and eating habits for that kind of thing but I learned so much more when I sat down with you. Can you tell us a little bit about human design? Yeah, it makes me so happy to hear that. I always say like human design, if you want to get
1: started on like realigning your life and and stepping into a new version of yourself, it's like the the first thing I would look at. And I, I make everyone around me obsessed with it because I definitely really am do. <laughs> I do, and I don't feel bad about it because everyone just loves it once they get into it. And it just it's like a key um, to unlock a whole new world. Um in my opinion, human design is also a tool just for self-discovery and self-exploration. Um, it comes more from the spiritual community, I would say. Like it combines a lot of different um theories and and practices. For example, the chakra, um, <clears throat> the chakra centers or um. also astrology like that makes people like be a little bit hesitant to really get into it because they think it's really spiritual but it just it's so it's so spot on and everyone is always so like mind blown when they get their reading and they realize okay this no this this has all the information i ever need to become the person i want to be and to step into that um that power and that confidence and that trust that I'm okay the way that I am so it's a tool and it's also like a permission slip for you to just be yourself
0: it, it that's really what it felt like for me at least because when we had talked about it and it was like oh you're really connected to your shape, sacral chakra and I'm like yeah that explains a lot because for me and I know I've talked about this a lot where I I know when something's right because I feel it in my sacral chakra I feel it in my gut and that's how I'm like okay well that's it and it really was just like you said the permission slip to be myself
1: yeah there's also so many layers to it you know in the beginning when I got into human design I was also very skeptical about it because it felt like it's just another like really just general information that could apply to anyone that's what it felt like uh, when I was reading the description about like what it means to be a manifesting generator, and I was like, right. okay, but what what do I do with this information? Like this just feels like you know you do a random personality test on the internet, and then afterwards you're like, okay, but this is like fifty percent of the people I know. Right. Um, but human design is like it has so many layers, and your energy type is just the top layer. It's like it, it, there's only five categories, so obviously it's gonna feel like a little bit. Um, generic information, but the deeper you go, the more specific it gets, and the more you realize that it's really every chart is unique to the person, um, and that it can tell you so much about how how to make like small changes in the way you you show up in your business, in the way you communicate with people, in the way you you think and you observe yourself, you you make decisions that can actually do a lot for you.
0: And I, I like how we talk about how there's so many layers to it, because you said you're a manifesting generator and I'm just a generator. Like even just the little tweaks here and there of the wording that's used, like the it, it's almost kind of like astrology to me where people generally only know their sun signs and then they're like, oh, well, this is also general. And it's like, well, you got to dig deeper past just the general overview energy type. And look yeah. at the different layers mm. so i it, I've always found it interesting.
1: <laughs> I have to say it like it took a while for me to actually understand how to use it, and now that I know, I feel like <clears throat> from from other people I've seen that do human design, like not a lot of them focus actually on embodying what you find about yourself like you know a lot of people are just obsessed with learning which is it's great like go ahead go down the rabbit hole I'm rooting for you but also (laughs) please don't forget that this is um human design is nothing like all your knowledge means nothing when you're not implementing the things you're learning and especially when you go deeper into those layers um you have to be like super super like rooted into your um basis in in, in your base chart like how do I make decisions how do I know what's right for me how do I interact with the world and with people like what how does my energy work those are like the base layers and then once you have mastered that quote unquote because I think mastering is just um not possible in any way but (laughs) Once you're you're confident in that and you feel like you have a good connection to, for example, your intuition or you can ride your emotional wave or whatever it is, um, then you can go deeper and you can add on like little little details that maybe bring more um color into those and and make them a little bit more different. But in order to be able to take those details and really apply them and live them, you have to be super. Um, confident already in your in your basis
0: that that is such a good point and I so I had a conversation with somebody on a call and she said something along the lines of well who doesn't want to better themselves and I that has stuck with me ever since this call this call happened months ago but it stuck with me because I feel like so many people want to learn more so many people want to like better themselves Mm. and do all these things but you're right. Like it's the action piece that is sometimes missing. Like we can know as much as we want to know, but unless we're putting it into action, then what is really going to change with all this knowledge that we have?
1: Yeah. And it's, it's something that I, I heavily focus on in, in my readings. I mean, you know it, like we went yeah. through, what can you do? How can you apply this? What can you like, how can you bring this into your business and everything? Because again, I can read your chart. I can give you all the information. I can write it down. But if you don't know what to do with it, you're just at the same point you were before the reading. And then what's what's the point in even learning about it?
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, I I mean, so I'm pretty sure I follow a few other people on Instagram who also do human design. But I haven't heard them talk about like, okay, well, if you're this type or this is kind of like your chart then this is what you do with it like we I don't usually hear about the this is what you do with it piece Mm -hmm. which is why I really loved your reading because we were able to actually put in action steps which is very much my speed (laughs) I love that
1: so I think also for the people listening like when they're curious about where to start in their chart or maybe maybe for you listening you already know like your type or you know just just a little tiny bit about your human design like the thing to really look into i think is authority and strategy which means Mm -hmm. how do you interact with people how do uh how does the world like interact with you so how do i know when an opportunity is right for me how do i know um i'm actually like living in alignment with my energy and I'm 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 using it the way that I should be using it. And then also, how do I make aligned decisions? How do I know not from my head, but from my body and, and mm-hmm. my higher self and this like deeper knowledge and deeper knowing within myself, okay, this is the right opportunity. Because when you can do that, you can just cancel out all the shoulds you have in your mind, and you can just be like, checking in with yourself and be like, okay, is this actually for me? Or is this not for me? Is this actually like for my highest good? Or am I just scared that I'm
0: not doing all the things, for example? That, that makes a ton of sense. And I've been, I feel like I've been thinking about the, the shoulds of life a lot lately, which Mm -hmm. I there's so many shoulds. Like I, I grew up in obviously in the United States and it was very much like, oh, well you should go to college. You should do this. You should do that. And I feel like so much, so many cultures focus on the shoulds that tuning out those shoulds have become really hard. It's almost like some of us have lost the ability to tune out the shoulds. And just listen yeah. to our bodies and our intuition and our human design saying like, no, that's, that's actually not it. I agree. I, I've also been struggling
1: time and time again with like, and I think even though you work, you work through some of your shoulds, like, there's not really an end to it because you, you'll always have down times, you'll always have low months or, or whatever, um, and then they creep back in, like they mm-hmm. they find some way back into your mind, and you're like, "I already got rid of you. Like, what are you doing here?" But still, <laughs> they come back. And then it's nice to have something that you can really trust and be like, "Okay, let's just let's just stop for a second and think about this. Like, is this is this true? And what can I do to prove myself that?" it's not and that I'm in control of my life and I'm not like a
0: slave to everyone else's expectations basically and I, I <laughs> that's why it's a practice that's why I always say to anybody like the uh, intuition work um shadow work all of it human design work, all of it is a practice because no matter what we do, no matter what stage of life we're in, there is always a should that comes creeping in. And I, I know a a couple of other people who listen to this are also moms and it's like the, the shoulds of motherhood are exhausting. And it's like this whole new level of shoulds, but there's a should for everything. Yeah. Yeah yeah I
1: think think human design could also be much more integrated with with families or with teams or in it really people like come together to do something together even with friends or collaborations or whatever and especially I think I don't have kids but when I do I'm gonna read their human design (laughs) and I'm gonna know how I can best support them um How I can make sure that they can tune into like their own inner knowing and everything, because like, there's no way around giving uh, or passing on your, your conditioning, right? And on some level you're going to do it, but when you know where they are like super open to receive it, you can actively go about like um, helping them not fall into it so much and breaking like a lot of, um, generational conditioning that we all have so yeah I think it, it's a powerful tool and people don't know about it or they're too <laughs> skeptical to go into so please if you're listening this is your sign to just go download your, your human design chart and start learning about it
0: I, I love, so what uh, as soon as I hung up on my Zoom call with Laura, after we did my human design reading, I instantly looked up my partner's human design because I was like, this is just going to make relationships easier. <laughs> and really it, it has. I haven't looked up my child's yet, but actually when I gave birth to her I was still in the hospital bed and I'm like doing her birth chart on a a, the astral an astrology website so that way I can see what all of her planetary placements are so I I haven't done her human design but I think I should
1: (laughs) yeah definitely and it's so interesting I I've done um like when I started doing readings I did some for my family members yeah I was like so many things make sense now.
0: It, it all makes so sense. like things. everything just clicks. I looked at my yeah. partners and I was like, this makes so much sense. <laughs> yes. it's crazy. And when you uh, like the things
1: also understanding your own chart is like yeah. the first thing that that's really important so you know how you work and mm-hmm. how you can put boundaries and everything. But then when you start learning about the other types and the other authorities and the other strategies, you understand why people are uh, doing certain things that maybe are upsetting you a lot or you're super frustrated with them and you can just let it go because you know, okay, this is just how this person operates and how can I in my own authority and strategy and energy make sure that I can meet this person the way that they need to be met in order for us to like get along to work um, together to to work on our relationship to you know do all the things because um, there's just so many different types and so many different ways to make decisions so way so many different ways to um, see the world and I used to get so frustrated with people that needed to have all the information because before they moved like I was like, can you just stop researching for once and just do the thing? Like it's gonna take two minutes, just do the thing. And I was uh I was really getting frustrated with some people. Yeah. And then I learned about my human design and I was like, oh, I'm designed to just do the thing and find it easy and find shortcuts and just be good at <laughs> like implementing. And then I researched this friend's um human design and I was like, oh, okay. She's supposed to be really like thinking about everything first and she's just a researcher and she's not really the action taker. Like after she's done the research, yes, but she needs it in order to feel ready to take the action and I don't. And it made so much sense and it helped me to just give her the space and not like be so hard on, herself, on her or be so impatient with her because I realized, okay, this is the way she's supposed to use her energy and I'm just built different so it's okay that we choose different paths and and we choose different actions um yeah
0: yeah. It it sounds like it's a great way to also, like you mentioned using it for groups of people or teams or something. And it's almost like it can point to everybody's strength. So that way everybody can have a task that like plays to their strengths. Like as soon as you said that, I started thinking back to my college days when I was in a sorority. And I think about being in a group of 80 women and 80 young women in our late teens, early 20s. And it's just like, we could have had so much easier time planning activities and fundraisers and whatever if we all had just known this and we could have played to our strengths.
1: Yes, definitely. You know, and the the thing is, I always start with this also in the readings or when someone asks me about human design, like if everyone lived their human design, we would live in a world that just works, perfectly like it's everything is by design. So if everyone like fulfilled their role, it would just be it would be the perfect machine, I I would say. Like it it's just gonna run so smoothly, but people are just working against their design because of their conditioning, because of the way like we're supposed to work and the commitments we have and the responsibilities we have. And we can't sometimes we can't really Take the time, take the energy, um, to really embody what like our our design. Like I, you and I, we both have this, um, this luxury because we have our own business and we can mm-hmm. like make some some arrangements. But people that have like um, a nine to five job or they have to have two jobs in order to to survive and everything. Like it's hard to make those changes, um, and therefore. Like, it, it makes me so sad because I want everyone to, to feel what, what it feels like when you're so at peace with who you are and so, like, satisfied and just fulfilled because you're actually living your purpose. You're living your purpose. You're living the way you were designed. You're using your energy for what it's here to be used for. Um, and that's just on a different level. Like when, when I started doing this, things fell into place so fast, so easily. And I was like, why, why did I ever do something else? Like, it makes so much sense. And I could never go back to what I was doing before because it would just not align with me at all anymore. But if everyone had this chance, then
0: I think everything would just change so much in our society. I I agree. Like, I feel like there's so much force. And actually I was going to talk about this on Instagram later today, but like, there's so much force and there's so much focus on hustle. Like we don't, as a society, at least we don't focus much on flow. Like if we, if something just flows and it's easy, then that's the, that's like how it's designed. But if we have to force something, if you have to force yourself to be somewhere then it's probably not the space for you and if you have to force yourself to hustle then it is probably not the thing that you are supposed to be doing but in our culture there is so much like oh you just have to work harder you just have to do this yeah. you just you just have to you just have to pretend you like it and it's like no if it's not flowing then it's not meant to work
1: yeah definitely. And it's it's so interesting because there are five types in human design, right? And three of those five are non-energy types. So that means these people, which is majority of, of the people, um, mm-hmm. don't have consistent access to energy or have a limited amount of energy per day that they can use for the things that they actually want to do. So when you force those people to go beyond their energy limit like every single day for decades in order to actually fulfill their responsibility in their job like obviously people are going to burn burn out yeah obviously people are going to be depressed and obviously everyone's going to be like I hate my job I hate my life I wish I could just you know leave everything behind and and move to an island or I don't know <laughs> like when you're forcing people to always overstep and always overdo and and give more than they actually have like more than their 100% there's no doubt in my mind that that's going to happen like obviously people are sick and 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 burned out all the time
0: and i i love how well that human design ties into your work with energy management too like you can clearly yeah. see the ties of how you can use your human design to then influence your energy management i i always find that so interesting that and i Mm -hmm. actually forgot about because i know you did mention that there are types of human design where they don't have consistent energy i i was not one of those one of those camps but i i can see people in my life who definitely would be even though i don't know their human design but i can tell Mm -hmm based off of how they act and how they react to things that they don't have consistent energy. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the what you do with energy management?
1: Yeah, I'd love to. Like when you were saying earlier about, um, like that spike, the, the thought in me that also in society, like everything is designed for men currently
0: yes sorry I didn't mean to scream I'm just <laughs> yeah, <yes>. I know.
1: <laughs> And <laughs> so you know everything is designed for men so I feel like for women it's especially like important to understand you are not the problem it's not on you that you don't have the energy all the time it's not on you that you're not as quote unquote consistent as everyone uses the word. Um, it's not like it's not on you. and I feel like that that just gets overlooked so much. Um, so in energy management, obviously, uh, when I work with women, I, I also do a lot of like cycle thinking work mm-hmm. and looking at different phases in your cycle, how you feel, how how can you use your energy that you have available? Like differently Um, and then obviously tie it in with your human design like okay what what's your purpose why are you here and how can you like adapt um, this in its in its essence to those different phases and what are the action steps that meet your energy level in each of these phases um, so that you can show up in whatever capacity and still work towards that purpose Um, and then for men it's also so interesting because men have like a 24-hour a cycle in their mm-hmm. energy. But it doesn't mean that they all have their peak times at the same time, right? So a lot of people I know are just not really, like they have to force themselves to get up, to get to work and live by this standard rhythm that we're all forced into. Mm-hmm. Um, all of you growing up, you know, when you go to school, it, it already starts. And then it just never stops until you get yourself out of that cycle but um but it's really hard and it takes a lot of unlearning and like deconditioning um yeah but energy management is is just understanding how your energy works tracking how you like how you feel what sparks your energy what takes away your energy who like who are the people that just drain you like vampires? And who are the people that feel like you've just been at the beach for two weeks and just relax and recharge when you have a five minute conversation with them? Um, And then from there, um, together with the information from your human design, from your energy tracking, like find a system, um, find structures, find habits that help you be more in your energy and balance out those energy drainers, if that makes sense.
0: All of that makes sense. That to me at least. I am, but I um so Laura and I first got connected through a group coaching program that we were both in. And I remember you were the first person that I had heard about cycle syncing from and ever since I heard you talk about that I've been doing it I've been like focusing on it I haven't really I at first it was just the tracking piece like I just wanted to see like okay this sounds really interesting I just want to see what happens if I just tune in to this because all of this is a lot of tuning in I feel like yeah. and it really is a really cool great tool because I have noticed like when I am the most active and when I am like not checking my phone, not doing anything kind of thing where it's like, I now have my non-negotiables. So even on the days where I know I'm not going to have a lot of energy and that's okay. So I can plan ahead in my monthly planner for my business of like, okay, I know that this week is the week that I'm not going to have a lot of energy, but I do know that like, oh, I have to record a, a yoga flow for the YouTube channel because I do it every week. I have to record an episode of the podcast because I do it every week. But there's other ways that I've been like, okay, well, I have to record a YouTube flow. What if I just record like a slow flow and not very active and being able to just make little tweaks has been so helpful for me. Um, So if you haven't heard about cycle syncing before, I really recommend it because it has been such kind of like a relief where it's like, okay, I don't have to force myself to hustle during this week where I would rather just lay on the couch. So
1: it's also it's-, it's just another permission slip to just be who you are. <laughs> more
0: permission slips. <laughs> we need more permission slips, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what this, this that's what this episode is going to be titled. The permission slips to be yourself.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I love it.
0: I love that. Yes. So, I it. I think we are at about time. I didn't really focus on what time we started. That was my fault, but here we are. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to say on energy management, on human design before we wrap up?
1: Mm, I would just say, like, please don't get overwhelmed when you look at your chart. <laughs> it can be overwhelming. There's so much to dive into and it's really something that like research can take decades because there's so 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 much depth to it but please just focus on on the basics focus on your energy type read up about it and if it sparks your interest and your excitement then go one level deeper look at your authority and your strategy and just experiment with it like please don't get lost in the rabbit hole of research but go out there and explore and see how it is for you because human design is like an invitation to really have a unique experience with yourself and your energy. Um, Yeah. And also if uh, you don't know where to get started, I have a free uh, template uh, on human design where you can read up on your, your type, your chart uh, and like also track all the things that you were doing to experiment with it. Um, You can use the resources in there to get going and, and start researching and just start exploring step-by-step. Yeah, I will, maybe we can link it in the description or you can find it on my Instagram.
0: Um, I will definitely link to your Instagram, but do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? um, Yes. So on Instagram, You can either just type in Freedom Fairy
1: and I'm going (laughs) to pop up (laughs) or you can put in my name, which is Laura, um, then a dot and then Werner, which is really hard to pronounce in English because it's a German name and then (laughs) underscore. But I'm sure it's going to be in the description and I would love to hear from you Um, and you can find the template there if you're interested.
0: Great. Well, I am so glad that you were able to come on. I'm glad that we made the time zones work. Laura has been traveling quite a bit and is in currently in India. So we had the fun time of trying to figure out what time was going to work for both of us, but I'm really glad that this worked out.
1: This was perfect. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope that, yeah, it inspires someone to really go on this self-discovery journey with themselves.
0: I, well, I know it inspired me the last time when I first heard you talk about it. So I'm sure that it is going to spark somebody. So thanks so much for coming in and for everybody listening. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.